What's up, guys? It's me, 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 Laura. Okay, so I know that I have started off this podcast with real-life situations, real-life events, ongoing events. I don't want to just focus on that one topic. I don't want my podcast to only be about that one topic. One of the greatest quotes that I've heard was um, yesterday was actually posted at my current job. It was, be so focused on bettering yourself that you don't hear the people shit talking all around you. And that's exactly what I've been saying. So I'm focused on my own mental, physical resilience, my mental focus, and how to achieve the mindset, the mental resilience, the mental plasticity, the mental focus how to continue to stay focused even though all this is happening and always my main focus is what i'm becoming what i'm gonna gain from being disciplined it's as of right now but the more i work on it the stronger it'll be and like this quote that i heard said about having a positive mindset positive mindset don't doesn't mean ignoring everything it means acknowledging the bad shit and handling it if you ignore it you're never gonna know how to handle it so you gotta just handle it in the best way possible if it didn't work out that day then try it different tomorrow if it worked that day just keep doing that if it didn't work try it again and always run a mile, walk a mile, go outside for like an hour. Your mindset just kind of helps you remember that he could be dead tomorrow. If you run a mile when you get tired, it just reminds you that you could just die. So that feeling is amazing. Being reminded of your mortality because there's so much more out there and you can always switch it up because my current situation is something that's temporary and so if i keep learning from what i haven't done or situations that i've handled in ways that i'm proud of and situations that i've yet to figure out how I want to handle them. But yes, guys, I was currently doing a mile jogging when I was recording this. And that's why you hear me being kind of out of breath. But that's exactly what I wanted you to hear. Hear me fucking be in real time situations, handling things in real time. Anyways, back to the original story word about making a podcast at least once a week and that's could be scary if i overthink it but i'm not so i'm just doing it and letting it be because that's what i want to do and the topics are topics that are helping me as my therapy to talk myself through some situations but I want to focus more on what I do outside of work 
what I'm trying to get better at. And my time with my mom, I would like my time to be shorter. But like I said, running a mile or running outside or being outside just helps you get back to like enjoying the moment or acknowledging the moment. Maybe you don't enjoy running. Maybe you don't enjoy whatever the fuck you enjoy doing. Do that. If you like drawing, then do it from like, do it outside. Just go outside, okay? Fuck outside. For a second. Because outside is probably going to be gone in a few. Okay, so just go outside and just breathe. Breathe, breathe. And um, so I understand there's always going to be this. And it's like, it's not, I'm not having a hard time handling it. I'm having a hard time. I'm having a hard time having to make myself believe that what this anyone that's trying to just be a negative force in my life, what they think or what they're trying to do, I'm having a hard time letting it affect me. And when it does affect me, it's because I'm allowing conversation to happen and when I when I engage in conversation I like to have some type of way showing that that conversation was somehow productive in learning talking and engaging conversation I feel like we should have some positive outcome out of it or sometimes people that have their mindset already made up Sometimes you don't have to control everything. If you're able to let go, let go of any type of that did not serve you. If you had a conversation and the outcome was nothing, you at least learned that some people you just don't know how to have conversations and it's better just to not have one because you tried and it wasn't the conversation. It was just people calling you some type of thing, some type of way, and they had their mindset up from being shit. People that talk shit in a negative way, not in a funny shit-talking way. I love shit-talking, but we're talking about being a professional environment where um, guys that don't know the to tell the difference between being in a professional environment and being inappropriate and what's unacceptable, what's inappropriate, and where to draw the line. Just go ahead and find another ways to um, distress after work, like running a mile, doing yoga, breathing, because this has not stopped and it's like ongoing if it's not one thing is the other so just let it all go because this is just your place of employment it's not like they're gonna stop so that's how the world works and so don't focus on that and they're just not it's not like they were gonna stop in the first place so just maintain your focus okay another thing that is happening here in this current position is that i'm so used to um, 
to exact translation because I was translating for like six so I'm used to translating um, like exactly what is being said and so there has been times here of where I'm translating exactly exactly what the person is saying but the person I'm translating for doesn't know what they're saying or talking about or doesn't know how to explain themselves so they start they start just saying random things and I'm over here doing an exact translation and the people I'm translating for are looking at me as if I don't know Spanish and they start spreading rumors about how, how much Spanish I don't know even though they don't know Spanish or they have never translated so they don't even um, they're not able to determine if I'm translating exactly what they're saying or if I'm correcting what they're saying to make it make sense. And like I said, I, after I translate exactly what the person's saying and it doesn't make sense, um, then I start asking questions to try to fix it. But the people that translate know what I'm talking about. Okay, so... So um, my translating is being, being determined by someone that doesn't speak um, the language and they're trying to, trying to judge the way that I translate because if I am translating exactly as it is being said correctly and the person that is explaining it is not uh trying it doesn't know how to explain what they're saying i then have to adjust after i translate it uh, adjusting what they are saying or trying to say or understand what they're trying to say so i can correctly translate what they're trying to say actually not translate just delegate the conversation and correctly just tell them what the person is trying to say instead of translating what the person is actually saying. And also, you are also treated or judged by people that do not know the language that I'm translating from. Um, if you speak a language and it be the language be Spanish, you are, are treated as if by knowing Spanish, you do not get qualified as a person that knows two languages because it's Spanish and um, Spanish people are kind of looked down upon. So that means that if you know Spanish, it's not regarded, it's not regarded as highly as knowing any other language that would be anything besides that. Spanish, this is not the first time um, have been harassed by a cop. This time I got pulled over. They almost pulled out the gun. They were, they unclipped their guns before, um, before I got out the car. Cause they had pulled me over and their excuse was that they smelled weed. I don't have any weed. I'm not against weed, but I don't have any, I don't have any in my car. I haven't smoked in now so no weed on me whatsoever there was no weed in my car so they pulled me over because they smell weed 
And the scent could have came from anywhere. You know, weed smells. And it, like, you can smell weed from every angle if somebody has strong weed. If it's the natural kind, whatever. Anyways, they made the excuse as, um, the excuse that it was, they smelled weed in my car. So I had to get out of my car. Well, first they told me to get out of my car and I told them that what was the reason because I didn't think it was a legit reason for them to pull me over and ask me to get out of the car right away. I'm not, I don't, I don't trust grown men that don't know how to handle situations and so they escalate a simple, just a simple situation that they had no reason to put me over for in the first place. Automatically like made the situation become stressful because they started screaming and I was driving through a very busy highway and the excuse was that they smelled weed to put me over. That was obviously obviously the perfect time to call. And she was shocked herself and she was an amazing person because she actually answered my call and she actually stayed with me throughout the whole conversation. But what happened was um, she, I called her and I told her that I was scared. They were screaming at me. They were like about to point their guns at me because because I, she told me that I didn't have to get out of the car, that I could refuse. And when I refused, then that's when they got even angry and they started yelling like, get out of the car. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna tase you. They started threatening to tase me. And like I said, they unclip their holsters also. So, so my um, my attorney's like, well, I mean, I guess you can just get out of the car because they're being really threatening right now and they're yelling. She was very surprised. So I got out of the car, and they searched my car without my consent. I didn't consent to anybody looking through my stuff. And uh, thankfully there was two officers and one of them was the one that was like kind of mad and upset and the one kind of targeting me. And the other one was, um, he was a little bit more calm, but I, I had told him, he, he started saying, uh, he started asking me how the- So another side note, this person that was claiming to be neutral in this whole situation of my job and how these guys are targeting me. This person claimed to be neutral, and so he, instead of staying neutral, he's on the side, egging all this harassment, egging it on, trying to make it worse, and just having the best time of his life laughing about what they're doing to me. So even though he was claiming neutral, he's over here not making anything better, just actually making it worse. So he leaves um, the premises at 9 p.m. every Monday and Sunday. She always leaves for like, I don't know, around 30 to 40 minutes. Fat bastard from that movie. Now, because, and now that he has chosen a side by laughing and by trying to make the situation worse, he's a guy and he's. I kind of do understand where he's coming from, maybe a little bit because they target any guy that has ever tried to be on my side by saying, making them feel bad for being on my side by saying, oh, you must want to date her because you're on her side. So whoever picks the girl side 
is being treated in a way as if it's not okay and they make them feel uncomfortable about deciding with the person that's correct and that sometimes is me and that makes them feel uncomfortable because also his credentials are not better than mine but for some reason he has more privileges like they don't target him they don't bother him at all he's able to go in and out of the office and just hang out outside the office whatever mistake he makes it's just taken as a as funny um but it's not a big deal if something happens and it's his mistake um when it comes to me then it's different i get crucified if one mistake is done by me so i have to be perfect in every way even in the way that i speak if i make a mistake on a word if i don't pronounce it correctly Right away, they're like, oh my gosh, you don't know English either. And just, I just have to be perfect the way that I breathe, the way that I sit. To the things that are not going right, but they just are trying really hard to find something to blame me for because I just kind of work to actual, to do some actual work. And so if you want to hear the rest of this story, just listen to my podcast titled Friday. And so, meanwhile, I'm being classified for making one mistake. And then every day, there's always something that has happens on a daily basis. But also, my whole point is that even though I do know two languages, I'm not trying to downplay anyone that doesn't know. But this is real-time things that are going on and want to be the type of person that is able to learn and grow from this situation and keep gaining gain more fucking experience that's the type of person that i want to be and so i'm not gonna let shit like this affect me because it's happens to other people and so this is what happened and that's it Alright, talk to you soon. Peace.